Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Alex McLaren. I'm an actor and I've worked as a communications coach since 2002. Now so much business is being conducted remotely, the ways in which we talk, present, build relationships and connect is changing. In this podcast, I want to explore all those issues and prove to you that no matter who you are, you can talk to anyone. Hello and welcome to You Can Talk to Anyone, the podcast where we open the bonnet on our communications engine. I'm Alex McLaren. And I'm Tom Solitsky. Um, and this week we are responding to input from people outside this recording studio. Um, I've had a number of different conversations with listeners to this podcast um, in the last few weeks, and it's been really interesting and heartening that people have such strong opinions about these issues, because I think they matter, and it's good to hear that they do too. And uh, in fact, this week, we just received a message from a, a listener. Tom, tell us about this, this message. Uh, yeah, this is from Alicia, who emailed us, and she included her question in the form of a voice memo. So what we're going to do is play that now, and then see if we can come up with anything to help her. Hello, my name is Alicia. As you can tell from my voice, I am American. So this answer might be a little bit different in your eyes um, for America versus Britain and the UK. But you've touched before briefly, when should one just be the gracious acceptor of offers of, you know, kindness, offers of uh, compliments, Sometimes it feels like it's going to go on forever. Oh, your work is so great. I wish I was more like you. Oh, no, your company is so excellent. You're doing so well. Oh, no, let me pay. Oh, no, I should pay. Oh, no, I should pay. When is it in your best interest just to say, yes, thank you? Because I feel like maybe that's one of the secrets that the people who are rich and powerful are just better at accepting when people offer them compliments, you know, kindness, money, whatever. <laughs> uh, how do you help people get through that, um, whether it's because of humility or nervousness or any reason to off-put or, or reject a compliment? Thanks so much. I've been really enjoying the show, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. So I think there are two elements here. Maybe we should try and separate them out. Yeah. Because she's conflating, I think, being given a compliment <laughs> and being given a gift. Yeah. And actually, we did talk about being given gifts. Well, we talked about gift giving. We talked about gift giving. On a previous yeah. episode, but I don't think we really talked about compliments. No, we haven't. This is really interesting. Alicia, thank you so much for getting in touch with us. And what an interesting question. Um, okay, so I've got uh, I've got a whole stack of things that I want to talk okay, about here. It. So, okay, let's, first of all, I just want to kick off by, um, so you acknowledge straight away, maybe it is different because I'm an American. 
um, and maybe it'll be different in the UK. So I think that there are likely to be differences, and I've never spent a lot of time in the US, but I, I tend to work on the basis that there are general patterns which express themselves slightly differently in different places rather than different patterns altogether. So take that for what it's worth and let's uh, let's discuss your challenge. So yes, you talked about almost like a competition of compliments. So what I think is happening here mm. is not, I think as Alicia sees it, someone who is bad at receiving compliments, although I think there's an element of that. I think what she's also dealing with is people who are bad at giving compliments. <laughs> because... <laughs> When this kind of race to the bottom, I'm deferring to you, but I'm deferring to you, but I'm deferring no, to you, no. but I'm deferring to you. When that happens, it's because a compliment's been given in a way that lowers the status of the person giving it. Mm. You're so much better than this. You're so much better at this than I am. Mm. And my status goes down and your status goes up. And for a lot of the reasons we talked about in the past, that can make the person offering the compliment feel secure and happy. Because they're now in complete control of the interaction. I absolutely know mm -hmm. that if I raise your status and yeah. lower mine, that is what the new status gap will look like. I can tell the future and I can make it happen. Mm -hmm. And I can give you the power and that means I don't have the responsibility. But it can make other people feel very awkward. Yeah. So when you're talking about sort of lowering state, I mean, sometimes that what that might look like is a kind of a blushing, looking away, touching your face. Oh, my God, you're, you're doing so well and not really actually making a connection with that person with eye contact and being present with it. Um, and so rather than it being a kind of a, a raising of my status, it's almost like creating the gap by lowering your own. So it doesn't have the impact of an actual compliment. No, that's interesting. If you think about the compliments that you've really valued, mm. they will almost certainly, A, come from people that you respected and admired before they gave you the compliment, yes. and B, <laughs> they would have been delivered from a position of strength. So I want to talk about this, the, the first side, side of that as well, is that one of the problems with me being complimented by you um, Me specifically, well, or by, by, another, by person. another person. Yeah. Okay, uh, so let's imagine uh, uh, you. <laughs> we have our own weird yeah, dynamic. Weird. Which, um, <laughs> but the, but, but it is that um, by if you, if if I am to value what you have to say, it supposes that I think you have credible judgment. Um, and so there can be a risk in relationships which aren't particularly maybe particularly close or not yet close enough, haven't yet established that, uh, that safety, that credibility, and that trust, there can be a risk that paying somebody a compliment actually looks like a bid for status or some kind of flattery strategy. Um, so it's not going to be something that people feel comfortable accepting because they are a, sort of tacitly agreeing with a sort of a, a power grab. And that, I think, is one reason why people will go, no, 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 no. And, and, so, and then it will almost like a sort of a, an element of this competitive battle might creep into the interaction. Um, so I always do think that 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 if you are going to compliment somebody, you need to earn the right to do it first, I think, in some way. And, and that may be, partly be just to do with the duration of the relationship and the time you spent together. Um, or it may have been, you know, you're establishing that, that kind of that trust between you. You, uh, you have to care about what I think in order for my compliment to matter to you. But now Alicia can't do anything about the fact that she's got people in her life who are terrible at giving compliments. Mm. So what should... Alicia do when faced with someone who's giving her this kind of obsequious 
a self-abasing compliment. So, um, I, I, being on the receiving end of compliments, I think, can be quite can be quite challenging for some of the reasons I mentioned, but also because I think very often we 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 are not well placed to judge ourselves, um, and uh, and actually, and we are often very quite quite critical of ourselves. And so, somebody else actually saying the thing that we're hungry to hear can make us feel so incredibly vulnerable. So, whether they're making an effective, powerful compliment or an obsequious compliment, in in either case, we need to acknowledge that that's quite a thing to receive. Okay, I think being complimented is a big deal for the person being complimented. I would say in both cases, you should say thanks. Um, uh, you needn't then go into detail about why you're so great. Um, and the conversation needn't, it's not necessarily your responsibility to continue the interaction at all. But I think simply acknowledging saying thanks, I think is the main thing. And if you do feel uncertain or awkward because you can feel that someone else is trying to raise your status mm. and you have that little touch of imposter syndrome, I don't really deserve mm. this, I, I haven't earned this compliment, then it can seem like the most natural thing in the world to say, oh, no, 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 uh, it was nothing, I don't deserve <laughs> it. But if we go back to our roots in improvisation, mm. one of the first things we're taught, or one of the things we continue to teach other people, is to accept other people's offers. Mm. And that's sometimes, given the shorthand, say yes or say yes and. But certainly when we teach it, we try to go a little bit deeper than that. And we say, it's not the word yes. Mm. It's not the fact that you are agreeing. It's that you're giving someone else what they want. Mm. So to pick a kind of, uh, to pick an example from improvisation, if I walk into your scene and pull out a mime gun and say, give me all the money in the cash register, I am not hoping that you will say, yes, Here's please the money. take my watch as well. Yes. <laughs> I am making the offer that you should be in fear of your life, this is a dangerous situation, exactly. and you now have a moral choice to make. Will you defend the honor of your cash register or will you surrender and start crying? I don't mind, either of those would be a good reaction, mm. but uh, it would not be accepting the offer to say, yes, and let mm. me get the combination for you. It makes my life much harder from that point. What is the person offering the compliment wanting? Yes. Are they wanting you to say, your assessment of my worth is completely invalid, Yes. Uh, and I have no yeah. interest whatsoever in hearing it. I don't want to hear yeah. that. No, it's funny. The, um, the, the, I think what we need to acknowledge is that a compliment, it can mean so many. The, the offer can be many, many different things. I remember once, I can't remember where it is, where I was at a business meeting in which the client that we were pitching to kept on saying the word correct. <laughs> <laughs> which you could argue was a kind of positive validation. But God, it didn't feel like that no. because it felt like, uh, no, don't get above yourself. I will. I am the person who knows what is what. Yes, I will um, say what yeah. is correct, what is incorrect. <laughs> exactly. Although you've had nothing but correct yeah. so far, um, be very assured that put one foot wrong and there will be an incorrect <laughs> in your future. Oh, yes. Um, and, and so they were establishing a kind of a control framework within it. And, uh, and so I, I did not want to accept that offer. Okay. Um, so Alicia, I'm, I, I totally appreciate that sometimes that, that these, the, the, the language of compliments can feel like actually a proxy for something else. Um, and one of the payoffs for the person offering the compliment is to see your face change. Mm. It is actually rather like giving someone a present. Yes. The reason we wrap presents is so that we can control the moment when the person receiving the present sees it for the first time. Mm. 
the wrapping is drawn back, and in that split second, they see what it is that we've bought them. Yep. And then we get to see their reaction, which, of course, we hope is going to be enormous smile breaks across their face, and they're, they're delighted, and it's the thing they've always wanted. If you offer someone a compliment and they say no, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. You might be able to tell yourself they were so overwhelmed that this compliment came to them and that it came to them from me of all people <laughs> yeah. that they feel abashed and can't quite accept it. But it's still a little bit disappointing. Mm. And of course, if you just go, yeah, I do deserve that. <laughs> correct. It's correct. <laughs> that's not what they want either. So they do want you to be changed mm. by the compliment, but they don't, I don't think, want it rejected. Yeah, it's, it's, I suppose it makes me think a little bit of people who, and I have them, they're in my life, I love them dearly, but who don't like surprises. Mm. Um, it's kind of as, as uh, presents or, uh, you know, they like, they like to know what they're going to get. Um, because there is actually a sort of, a, a, some sort of uh, a, a game of power in those moments of surprise and those transactions. Um, and, uh, and and uh, so I think that when we're we're getting caught in in competitions uh, over compliments, then it's worth thinking: okay, what is it about the power dynamic of this relationship which makes it something which can't easily be concluded? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The second part of what you were asking about, Alicia, was also talking about the sort of the competition over who pays. So there is an extent to which this is possibly related because it might again be a proxy for underlying sort of battles over power. Um, But it is also marginally different. Um, We talked a little bit about the rules of the round in an earlier episode, Lisa, which uh, talks about this a little bit. But I'm also, uh, I'm aware that when there is a, uh, a decision about uh, I'll pay for you or you'll pay for me. There's so many things that inflect it. So Tom and I are both men. Um, and when you're going out on early dates with women, there has been a pattern that the gentleman will buy dinner early on in the date. And that comes with it, uh, a, a, sort of a, a sort of a really nasty potential threat that that will mean expectations on that man's side about what kind of evening he can expect for from uh, the woman he's, he's taken out to dinner, which is completely invidious and is actually something which I'm noticing is getting a lot of challenge these days. But again, it goes back to power dynamics and privilege. Um, 
Then there is also the sense of, is there, are there uneven resources, uh, which again, we, we dealt with earlier on, and that's something which needs to be borne in mind. And, and I think I, I've been in this position, Alicia, when I, I feel very much at a resource disadvantage, but I do not want that to be a feature of my relationship with the person I'm engaging with. And so and Tom and I is sort of running a small business, working with very big businesses. One of the things we have to do is establish very clearly some kind of parity between us and certainly the immediate people we're engaging with on the side of the big global multinationals on, on whose side we are as, almost as barnacles. Um, so uh, and that element, I think, can sometimes creep into um, those uh, interactions between you and the person you're trying to, to pay, pay, pay for or them paying you. And I certainly think it is polite for somebody to refuse once or at least challenge if I say to you, mm. I'll get this. No, no, let, let me, Tom. It's fine, Alex. I've got it. Fine. That should be as long as it goes. Mm. Uh, see, the, the first refusal mm. from Alex's part, I don't mind. It is absolutely fine just to, to check. Mm. Uh, are you sure you don't mind? And uh, Alex says that knowing that I wouldn't have made the offer if I wasn't prepared to go through with it. Sure. And it's just a little sort of dance that we do. But mm. politeness is this sort of ritualized... You know, it's these it's these meaningless noises that we make in order to gr grease the social wheels. Let's let's do it the other way around. Okay, <laughs> no, no, Tom, let me get this. All right, great. <laughs> now the point is now, now should I have been put on a disadvantage? I mean, Tom's. We know that this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, Tom, let me get this. Oh no, no, I'll, I'll get it. Um, okay. <laughs> So if I'm going to make rules about this, mm. and, and I think you can't make rules about any mm. of this kind of stuff because it is always going to be mm. dictated by the specificities of your relationship yeah. and, you, as Alex was saying, your situation. But I think the rule would be there's going to be a tug of war because that's mm. polite. Yeah. But as I say, this politeness is just these meaningless noises that we make. I was speaking to someone the other day uh, about the Italian word prego. Prego, I don't think, has a translation mm. other than you're welcome. Mm. It's a noise you make after mm. someone else says grazie. Yes. And that's all it is. It doesn't have any other meaning. You can't use it's it not in like, any other context. It's nothing or donada or exactly. de rien. It doesn't have any other okay. context. Uh, and, and that's it's worth thinking about all these words, please and thank you mm. and don't mind and would you, is it okay? In exactly the same way. They're just meaningless noises that we make. Oh God, yeah. But the message underneath them is, I respect you. Yes. So the rule should be, there's going to be a tug of war. But whoever makes the first offer mm. should win. Yes. So it's fine to say, I'll get this. No, no, please, let me. I insist. Fair enough. I'll and get the next And that should be the time. end of it. Yeah. And so, uh, Alicia, if you have that in mind, you are now empowered mm. always <laughs> to end this battle. When you go first. No. no regardless of either way. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it is easier yeah. if, uh, if you don't go first. If the other person's made mm. the offer, you can always, at any point of the interaction, say, mm. okay. Yes. And I think you should do that on the second round. But if you are the one making the offer, it is a little bit harder. But of course, in a context like uh, the waiter's brought the bill over to the table, the waiter's brought the check over to the table, mm. I should say, for Alicia's benefit, then uh, you can simply take physical action, put your, your credit card 
into that person's hand and send them away. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that quick is better than perfect um, in this case, Alicia. Actually, it's interesting. I was thinking, and as I think we said on the rules of the round episode, mm. stealthy. Yes. Go to the bathroom and pay on the way back. <laughs> yeah. we, yes, well, I've thought about that since, and I sometimes wonder if, uh, if, if it's a pleasant surprise. Look, I, like, like people sometimes do this when you see, um, I want, like to buy everybody, and if somebody's paid for everyone in the restaurant, or oh, we've been paid for by that rich couple over there, or you know, th- those, those little kind of pay-it-forward surprises are, are very pleasant. But if it, if it feels like they've, kind of, they've done it as a subterfuge to, uh, to, to undermine you and put you in their debt, I think that can be a difficulty. And in fact, I was just thinking about this this week, and it's relevant for you, Alicia, because you're American. I was asking some friends, I often do this, and uh, ask my mates on Facebook about particular meanings of words. And I'd say, would you say obligated or would you say obliged? Okay. And the feedback came from my buddies that obligated was a slightly more American version of, uh, of the same term. But I'm also struck that you're, like you're saying, Tom, about the precise meaning of the language of politeness. Much obliged. What a very obliging person. In a way, we're saying that your uh, benevolence has created a debt. We almost like it's thinking an obligation on my side. Um, And we need to acknowledge that to to create obligation and uh, and debts and I owe you within relationships and, and to allow that to happen is a good thing because it glues us together. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> I remember one occasion in which the speed of resolving it really was an issue. So I live by the seaside Alicia on the south coast of England near Dover in Folkestone. And I remember this was a little bit about six years ago because I, I, it was the day I met someone who is now a very, very good friend of mine. And I was down there with Zoe, my partner, and our son, Frank, who was quite small. And we, we met this other family. I don't know if I'd been introduced to Anna and thereby met her, her little girls, one of whom is exactly Frank's age, Matilda, um, or whether the kids had met and thereby introduced the parents. Anyway, so we got talking and we you know, were chatting about mutual friends we knew in our sm- small town and liking each other. Um, and it suddenly became obvious on this beautifully sunny day that we should go to Herbert's and buy ice creams for the children, okay? And for the adults, of course. Um, and then there's a long queue outside Herbert's, which is the ice cream shop. So I went first and said, let me get these, because that would save us going through the splitting the bill. So are you, I was going to say, are you, are you offering to pay or I'm, are you offering to stand in the queue? I am offering to both stand in the queue and pay. I'll be the person that occupies the place in the queue and coughs up the cash and brings back all the ice creams at the end. Uh, this is someone who I've met 20 minutes previously. And I think I remember Anna, and this will be very like her, saying... No, no, let me do it. And, <laughs> and this is where I executed a very fast one. I said, I said, you know what? I will let you, Anna, because that way I will owe you ice cream. And that means we'll have to see each other again. And uh, if we're ever in a situation when there is a round of drinks or ice cream coming up, you won't even need to ask Anna. You'll just be able to look at me and give me that look. And she, and I, rem- I rem- vividly remember at the time, she said, like this. And I said, yes, that very look. <laughs> and off I'll go and get the ice cream. And so <laughs> uh, now I couldn't have been certain that that gambit would have met such a, a sort of a sharp and playful response. Uh, but it's, it's one of those kind of moments when you get, oh, yes, we're going to be pals. Yeah. One final thing about uh, obliged versus obligated. It strikes me that there's something which to me feels a little bit warmer about obliged 
And I don't know if that's just me. It's interesting that you you poll people because that's mm. where you can find out what, if any, the consensus is because different people are going to react in different ways. If you had an email from somebody you didn't know saying, kindly read and review <laughs> the attached document, how would you feel about the person sending you this message? Um, okay. Uh, it would feel, uh, to, to, be in, to be instructed to be kind means that I don't enjoy the, the virtue, uh, the being its own reward. And again, I'm fascinated to know if this is true in America as well, because yeah. that word kindly is something which people in call centers, where frequently they don't have English as a first language, they're taught to say, mm. and they're taught to put in documents. Yeah. But certainly to British ears, it sounds like a telling off. Yeah. Kindly be aware of your advice. Exactly the reason you're saying, if I have yeah. to specify kind, it's because there's nothing kind about this request. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's like when you see a notice which says polite notice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can feel kind of my, my, my inner brain goes black and I kind of become full of rage reading it. It's like, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's almost like getting to define your own message in terms of its virtue is, uh, is not a right you actually have. And anyway, even if you do, other people will always make up their own mind. Now, it's funny, I, I think one last thing which I suppose I'm, I'm really interested in, I've been reading a little, uh, partly because of world politics, about the place of game theory in, uh, in negotiations. And uh, there are people who are c convinced that the prisoner's dilemma um, whereby to definitely go and look. I don't. I don't want to go through it in detail <laughs> because it's uh, it's you know complicated theoretical stuff developed by John von Neumann and his uh, cohorts. But uh, but the idea that we 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 think in as rational agents about uh, our, whether or not we can trust um, uh, other people's motives, uh, it, it would be great if that were the case. But it isn't necessarily the case. And it's not always useful to think about these things purely in terms of their transactions. You have, as a human being, to acknowledge that we're not pieces of computer theory or binary agents. Um, and, and certainly, I think, in your dilemma, one thing which I think will be just blissfully releasing is to allow at least one of you in that transaction to add three more forgiveness points to the way you engage with others all of the time and let it be. You don't have to acknowledge tacit power dynamics um, that other people are trying to enforce on you, um, and nor do you need to punish them for trying to do so. Most people aren't really thinking about these things um, most of the time. We're just acting as human animals, and uh, what we need is the world to have a little bit more wiggle room. Yeah, what we say at the top of every, at the top of every episode is we're opening the bonnet on our communications engine, and you open the bonnet when things aren't working, and that's really important to stress. When relationships are good, when people are happy with each other, you don't have to worry about any of this stuff. It all just takes care of itself, which is as it should be. Um, thank you so much for sending that in. And if anybody else has uh, any uh, particular issues they'd like us to uh, open up and dig about in, please do send them along. And uh, thank you so much for uh, getting in touch with us. Um, we do all kinds of communication work with people in business. Um, please get in touch with us on alex at the-spontaneity-shop.com or tom at the-spontaneity-shop.com. Or check out our website, the-spontaneity-shop.com or hit us up on Twitter at Spontaneity Shop. Yes, particularly with, oh God, I don't agree with you. Um, start a Twitter war um, and we'll find a playful way of responding to it. Um, tune in next week and uh, thank you for joining us and goodbye. 
You have been listening to You Can Talk to Anyone with Alex McLaren and Tom Solinsky. The producer for The Spontaneity Shop was Tom Solinsky. You Can Talk to Anyone is distributed exclusively by Acast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.